Hello, I'm Don Besh. This is the Bolster Risk Management Podcast, dedicated to helping you through your personal insurance journey. Uh, now, remember that personal insurance involves things like life insurance, illness, medical, mortgage repayments. It is not car, boat, house, jewelry insurance. So, episode 38. Some of the people I talk with, they wonder how quickly insurance companies will pay claims. Again, remember we're talking about life insurance companies here. So, as with many things to do with personal insurance, that answer is, it depends. So different insurance products have different claims requirements. Also, as we've seen recently in the news with Westpac, not all insurance providers are created equally. Three key takeaways today, personal insurance product groups, product benefits get paid differently, and when do insurance companies not pay? So broadly, there are five personal insurance categories or product groups. I've talked about these many times before in uh, different podcasts and articles and various other things I've, I've written on the website. However, they are uh, life insurance, permanent disability, trauma, monthly pain, income replacement products, uh, so that includes things like your income protection and water payments, and health and medical, bringing up the last one on number five. So you can listen to my uh, uh, previous podcast explains those differences. And each product group is designed to do different things and to cover different financial risks for the client. So these differences also mean that the claims requirements are different for each. So yes, product benefits do get paid differently. Now the, the easiest and simplest insurance is life insurance. It's a nice marketing job to call it life. However, as we all know, it's an insurance that pays out on the death of the insured. Some, cover, uh, some policies will cover terminal illness, but let's keep this uh, straightforward for the purposes of, of today. Uh, the surviving spouse or the family member um, will make a claim to the insurance company, probably via their personal, uh, their financial advisor. The insurance company then will need uh, the signature of the surviving policyholders to prove that the, um, the insured has actually passed away. Uh, this is normally done in the form of a death certificate or another uh, approved uh, document from a qualified medical practitioner. Uh, a good insurance company will typically pay out within days of getting all the required documentation. A note to mention here is that insurance firms um, will mention the range of benefit payment period to be between 30 and 60 days in the policy document. Uh, I guess that gives them some wiggle room if they need it, but in reality, good firms pay as quickly as possible to help their clients. Delays can come about where there is not a clear owner of the policy. Uh, if the benefit of the life insurance is disputed as part of a, uh, the deceased's uh, will, or the estate is in contention, for example, uh, then the payment can be tied up in probate. Uh, the courts then get to decide who gets paid what. Uh, having a will in place obviously helps to solve most of these issues. Uh, having clear policy ownership across uh, across more than just the insured is also another good thing to do. Uh, look, your insurer advisor uh, will be able to help you guide you through the best policy ownership structure relevant to your situation. Now, so different product now. So monthly paying disability products. Uh, so as I said before, these are like your income protection or your mortgage or payment insurance products. Uh, they're a bit more involved and require more information for claims. Um, so essentially, to they need to assess if you're able to work in your job. So matching the criteria of the policy wording. So throw in the wait time. Uh, that the client has selected and it could be anywhere from four to 52 weeks uh, and delays can certainly appear to mount uh, but again check your policy document um, if you've got a 13 week wait period on your policy you're not going to see any money before that time anyway 
uh, unless again some products have um, uh, partial payments and various other things that can that can come your way. Again, your advisor will help with that. Uh, another example: a trauma claim I did recently for a who was he, a fifty-five-year-old male uh, following a heart attack. Uh, this person saw their money in their bank account within eight days of the event. So they're paid by the insurer. So when do insurance companies not pay? Look, I, I mentioned a, an article um, recently, uh, Stuff, it was in the Stuff um, regarding Westpac. And Westpac took 12 months to make a determination on a client's life policy, only to turn down the claim. Uh, the client's lawyer had to get that decision overturned. And look, this is not a typical experience. Uh, it's a nice um, story for stuff to kind of uh, grab headlines, but um, I guess what the story does highlight is that not insurance or not all insurance providers operate equally. Um, and again, with the new regulations coming into effect in March next year, March 2021, uh, they require all participants to in the financial services industry to act in a timely manner when interacting with clients. And it'd be quite easy to argue, I think, that taking a year to decide on a life claim is probably, uh, that falls outside of timely, I think, by most people's standards. So claims, payouts for insurance companies, they're typically uh, pretty high. So when you're looking at um, what insurance companies to use, many of the top firms, their claim statistics will show that about 90 to 93% of all claims submitted are paid. So that's a pretty high number, right? So of the remaining 7 to 10%, 2 to 3% are not paid due to deliberate deliberate or fraudulent activity, and uh, 2 to 4% offer non-disclosure of health conditions, and then the other 2 to 3% do not meet the claims criteria. So look, one thing I often say to my client is that it's in the interest of the insurance company for them to pay, claim, uh, pay claim, uh, clients the, the claims as smoothly as possible. And there are two clear reasons why. The first, if they don't, they will soon get a bad name in the market, and people will switch their policies to providers who look after the clients. The other reason is that advisors like me will stop advocating for the firms who treat their clients poorly. Uh, now, for many insurance companies, we are the frontline sales force. Uh, and for many cases, we are their only sales channel. Uh, our relationship is with our clients first and foremost. Providers come second. If our clients get treated badly, we will respond accordingly. To be fair, though, most of the top personal insurance companies in New Zealand work very hard to ensure that all claims are paid that can be paid. Uh, and again, look, if you're unsure about the claims record of your insurance provider, ask your advisor. And uh, look, if you don't know who your advisor is, by all means, get in contact with us. Um, I'm going to reiterate this. We don't, uh, none, of, none of my podcasts constitute personalized advice. They are generalized. Uh, the whole point is to allow you to have a, uh, a better chat with your advisor. If you don't know your advisor, can't remember their name, you haven't seen them for five years, drop me a line. It's probably time you need to have a review. Um, easy to get hold of us. Have a look on Facebook. Bolster Risk Management, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, all on the usual channels. Looking forward to chat soon. Thanks, bye.